0: And when we strip down all of the destructive behaviors and the survival strategies and the protectors, what is actually there is just a really important, pure need.
1: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder, and I'm going to help you rock your hormones and feel great in your body so that you can reclaim more energy, vitality, and joy. And become the CEO of your health. Let's jump on in. So why is it that we're experiencing so much stress, especially that perceived stress that creates that just anxiousness, that weird energy in our body that has us rushing from one thing to the next? And what is going on with our mind and in our brain that is driving all of this anxiety? And even more importantly, how can we set ourselves up for success and significantly reduce perceived stress? Well, the first step is creating self-awareness and having the right tools at your fingertips to get present in the moment so that you can create space between your mind's racing thoughts and your deeper intuition. And that is exactly why my guest Samantha and I are going to be exploring today. We want to have this conversation so we can get clear on how we can become more present, become more self aware, so that we're not in this struggle. Now, before I bring her on, I want to quickly sing her praises. Samantha Skelly is a seven-figure entrepreneur, sought-after international speaker, best-selling author, and wellness coach. She founded both Hungry for Happiness, a movement that helps people experience true transformation and happiness through trained, certified coaches who utilize emotional and energetic coaching techniques, and Pause Breathwork, which has a mission to unite humanity by helping people breathe, feel, and thrive. Now, Samantha continues to spread her message and transform the lives of tens of thousands of people through her programs, her worldwide international retreats, motivational speaking engagements, and her Breathwork app. You can find her on her podcast or through her best selling book, Hungry for Happiness. Let's welcome Samantha to the show. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through this super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com slash magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Welcome once again, gorgeous, to the show. Sam Scully. honey, how are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here with you. Mm. Me too. I am so thrilled to have you. We're going to be talking about breath today and really owning our our feminine in this conversation. And you and I had the opportunity to, we just live literally one block away from each other, which is such a gift. And we took a little walk yesterday and we were just talking about creating presence and using breath to create that i would love for you it was such a potent conversation i know so often it can really be hard to create space between ourselves and in the moment Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, breath is such a powerful modality for healing, but even on an emotional level, on a moment when we're feeling reactive, when we're feeling triggered, when we're feeling like we're not able to create space in that moment, um, I'd love to speak into, like, how you've been able to facilitate that. Mm, Such a great question. So.
0: We are so connected to our survival strategies. And if we don't realize that our survival strategies are not our true self, it's just how we survived fundamentally growing up, right? When we're when we're so young and so malleable, you know, we talked a lot about Kingston yesterday of like um the importance of like really creating a container and like letting him letting him be and and creating safety for how he sees the world and attunes to the world, right? If we don't have that as young children, we are going to create survival strategies in order to protect ourselves. And so when we're growing up and say we get really aggressive and that's how we get our needs met because our need was not met through subtle cues from our caregivers. So we end up getting aggressive and ah, like screaming. And then the need is met. So what that does in the nervous system is it says, when I'm aggressive and when I scream, then my needs are met. And so that is developed at such a young age, but it's perpetuated over lifetimes. And so if we don't have the awareness, what we think is I am just an aggressive person. We don't realize that that's not actually who we are, but we've developed that survival strategy or that protector so that we can live and get our needs met. And you know, aggression is just one of the many, right? Some sometimes that manifests as being a people pleaser, right? Well, I'm only going to get my needs met if I please everyone, and I, you know, I I don't honor myself, and I overextend so that they're happier than me. That's a survival strategy. Hmm. Right. There can be a survival strategy of, of being manipulative. Right. Well, I don't know how to get my needs met through a direct, clear ask. So I'm going to manipulate people into giving me what I want. And so all of these things are survival strategies. All of these things are ways in which intelligence works in our body in order to meet our needs. And when we strip down all of the destructive behaviors and the survival strategies and the protectors, what is actually there? is just a really important, pure need. And so when we're in those moments of the heat, when we're in a you know an argument with our partner, or our business partner, or anyone else, and there's that fire that raises in our system, one of the most powerful things that we can do is be a witness. So observation versus identification. So rather than being like, this is just me, and this is what I do, and I am just an angry person, it's like... I am noticing the sensation of anger. And as soon as we are aware of it and we're observing it, then we're seeing it from a different vantage point. That's what helps create spaciousness. And then when we add the breath in there, we can really begin to down-regulate our nervous system and choose different. So we're not reacting, but we're responding to to the things that arise. Because life is lifey, and it's going to test us and poke us
1: all day long. Yes, it is. And what I think a lot of people too need to realize is that we can dim this down a lot. But throughout our entire life, these little survival patterns are gonna keep popping up. And mm-hmm. it's a matter of becoming that witness versus being in, you know, being in the moment. I know that breath for me has been such a big part of it. Um, I remember my, my husband's dad, his name's Tom. Tom is one of the calmest people I've ever met. And no matter what the scenario is, no matter, he just approaches it with grace. And Mm -hmm. with compassion, like, this man is a saint. I remember when I first met him, I was like, I've met very few people like this in my life. And there are lots of fiery people in the family, and he just takes it in stride and and Mm -hmm. never reacts. You know, when we were becoming parents, I was like, you know, you need to have a conversation with your dad, (laughs) my my husband, (laughs) about how he does what he does versus how you do what you do. And And Alex asked him, like, how is it that you're able to, any circumstance that comes around, whether someone's heated at you or whatever the situation is, you just manage it with poise and grace and always in a, in a, a place of service. Like, he, he flips it and turns it around. It's, it's so incredible. I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's ah. a man who's been working on some stuff. And he says, I just breathe. I do breath work all the time, constantly. We should get shirts made that just say, be like Tom. Be like Tom. And he's like, that's the ticket for me. Like I do breath work from morning to night. I'm always doing it. If you're, if I'm walking, I'm doing it. If I'm, you know, and I, and he's like, that's just how I've been able to keep this very calm, compassionate, understanding, like just, I can be the observer. Like I'm just breathing uh-huh. through it. And I was like, that is, that is a ninja skill set right there. So I'm going to break this down cuz I love this. It's
0: so rad. So so there's two avenues of breathwork, right? So we have what we call at pause integrative breath work. So that's the breath work that Tom's doing while he's walking down the street, while he's working. It's about the circulation of energy in our body throughout the day. If we, like we can get so emotionally constipated to the point where life is happening and we're not processing those like micro traumas that are happening throughout the day, we're just holding them in our body. Right? So if we're holding them in our body and something little happens and we can't control it, we can't stuff it down anymore, we're going to explode. Right, That's why you see road rage. You're not pissed that the guy cut you off. You're pissed because you've had you know, a decade of not allowing yourself to actually breathe and move energy through the body. So integrative breathwork is really amazing for regulating the, the nervous system throughout the day. It keeps us in our conscious mind and it allows us to slowly have have sips of well-being so that we're not so tangled in our own experience. Then we have something called meditative breathwork. Now, this is the type of breathwork that we do when we're lying down and it generally is a 25-minute to Three-hour experience where we're actually not in our conscious mind, and we're using the breath to really dig down into those deep parts that the mind can't touch. Right? Therapy. When we think about therapy, a lot of it is like we're talking about our problems, whereas we're still in the in the mental field. In order to sustainably heal the body, we have to bypass the mind and get into the body, and the body actually knows how to heal that trauma that happened when we were seven years old that we have no memory of, but the body holds the memory. And so that's meditative breath work. And it's powerful. It's intense. I always say, start with integrative first and just feel what that feels like in your body. And then if it feels like, okay, I'm ready to go do the deeper healing, then do the meditative. But, you know, we've been given this gift to regulate our nervous systems and calm down and get into our hearts and open our mind. We've just forgotten how to use it. We've just forgotten.
1: Mm. And talk to me a little bit about the type of, when you're walking through, walking people through a breathwork, the other side, it's really the deep, it's the deep work, right? The untangling at a deeper level than our mind's thoughts, you know, the consciousness that's happening, you're go, we're going on a deeper, deeper level. And what are some of the, not only I'd love to hear it explain, and I know we're going to get a little sample of it, but then on the other side, what can people expect to experience? Mm, so good. So at any point in time,
0: there's three parts of us that is giving us information. So in this moment right now, my mind is giving me information, my emotionality is giving me information, and my intuition is giving me information. So if I am only living in the mind and I'm not connected to my body, so I'm not connected to my emotions or my intuition, then the mind is going to be giving me a narrative that is rooted in survival, right? Because the this is the reptilian brain. It's helping us not die. And so the mind is going to be saying things like, you're not good enough. You have to do everything on your own. You're going to run out of money. You're going to, this person doesn't love you. Like, be careful of this. You're going to die. It's that feeling of waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? And that's just the mind. Again, if we observe it and we don't identify with it, then we have power over it. When we use the breath, we begin to get into that second and third area, which is our emotions, our emotionality. The thing with our emotions is they're not predictable. They're up, they're down. If you're empathetic, you're going to take on emotions from other people. And then underneath that is our intuition, which is our source of truth. Our intuition is ours. There's this beautiful... A visceral yes and visceral no that happens in the body. But if we are too addicted to the mind and too addicted to our emotions, we're not going to experience our intuition. And so the beautiful thing about breath work is we don't have to think about not thinking. We just breathe and the mind releases. We don't have to think about how to release this anxiety, anger, stress, fear, overwhelm, whatever it is in the body. We just breathe and the body knows how to shift it. So what we can expect after the session is this place of clarity, this place of connection to the body, this place where the intuition is so clear, so strong, that nothing nothing else is in our awareness. I remember the first time I ever did breath work. It was 13 years ago, and it was in Bali. And it was at a time in my life where I was overcoming disordered eating and body image issues. And I remember after that first session thinking to myself, this is the first time ever that my mind is not racing with all of these anxious thoughts. This is the first time ever where I'm not experiencing this chronic anxiety. This is the first time ever where I actually can, my heart is so open. My body is just so here in the present moment. I'm not worried about the future. I'm not worried about the past. Like this moment is so Rich and so magical. And the beautiful thing is, is we can get to that state any time of the day. All we have to do is bring our awareness to it, release the mind, open the heart, get back into our bodies using the very
1: thing that's natural
0: to everyone, which is the breath.
1: So, so powerful, so powerful. After having that experience, it's no wonder you have devoted your, your life to really bringing this. To all of us, being able to be present in the moment and to feel the moment and everything else, the mind's thoughts, the anxiousness, everything that just, just melts away into the background. It's what, what it's all about. Oh my gosh. And very rarely do people experience it. It's so, it's so rare. And even now,
0: 13 years later, probably have done a hundred thousand breathwork sessions after every single one, I still am in awe of the beauty of the present moment and what's possible when I just let go, like fully let go, let go of work stress, let go of relationship stress, let go of any sort of stress in my life and I'm just here with my body, there's this feeling that feels almost intoxicating of like, wow, it just feels so incredible. And from that embodied place of clarity, life just makes so much sense. We create so much unnecessary chaos and drama and overwhelm when we're living in our minds because we're always, you know, again, going back to our survival strategies, the mind is trying to figure out how to survive. That's its main
1: job. And so if we think the that The brain we're is always- constantly in stranger danger mode. Constantly stranger in protective danger. mode. Constantly like, this happened once. Yeah, don't let it happen again. Maybe not run in the street when there's cars coming. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. That's a good thing that your brain's like, just, you know, that's not a great idea. (laughs) Don't put your hand on the stove.
0: Don't run into traffic. You know, all that, all that stuff.
1: So after all the, uh, since then 13 years ago in Bali that you have done breath work, probably on the daily, what has been the, like the culmination, like being in present, definitely coming out of the breath work, but how has that transformed you as, as just as a person, as a woman? As a friend, as you know, someone showing up in the world. Such a good question. It's taught me empathy on a
0: level that I never knew before and compassion. Like people talked about empathy and compassion a lot of like, I empathize for you or I'm compassionate towards you. But being in the body and using the breath, I can feel things to such a deeper level where I can actually attune to people's experience way more than I originally thought. And so that has been so helpful with relationships with, I remember earlier on in my career when my team would like complain about something. And I I remember my response would be like, oh, suck it up. Like, who cares? Like, get over it, get over it. And, And this has helped me to really like be with them and like, oh, you are going through a human experience right now. And I get why that is hard. And it is okay. It, it's it's widened my capacity for empathy for myself, number one, but for others as well. And so when I'm going through an emotional spin and when I'm going through something that feels hard, rather than trying to steamroll my experience and get over it really quickly, I take moments with myself and I breathe and I get into my body and I speak to my inner child and I let that part of me know that she's safe and I let that part of me know that she's loved. And that helps to just integrate those pieces inside of me back into wholeness. You know, I talked about this yesterday on, on Instagram, but I was saying how healing doesn't necessarily take time. Healing takes presence. It takes love. It takes connection. It takes awareness. Of course the time is going to tick as we're doing that, but just waiting for time to pass and not doing the work that doesn't work. Taking those moments and it doesn't have to take a lot of time. It's like, A moment where I'm coming back to my body and I'm choosing to love myself rather than
1: steamroll my experience and just keep going. Mm. That is so powerful. I know we've all been told that whether it's a loss or it's something that happened to us, that time will heal. But you're absolutely right. Like, it could take forever. Maybe it doesn't if the work's never there, if the work hasn't been done, or maybe like this... If you're able to integrate into that and clear that inner tra- that trauma, that those emotions connected to it, we can clear that out. So quickly, I had a situation happen. I'm not going to share what it was. Something happened to me, and I've had so many friends asking me, like, "How are you doing? Like, are you, uh, you know, where are you at with this? Like, this some um, this has happened to me, and it took me years to recover from what it was. And I was like, I'd done some breath work, meditation, and I just got to a place of clearing of just like I don't want to operate in a place of of suffering or adding sadness on top of sadness on top of sadness. Like, I don't want the narrative of like Cause if narrative is just feeding the anger or the sadness and I'm just, now I'm still stuck in my crappy feelings. You know what I'm saying? And I was, I was like, this isn't where I want to be. This isn't how I, where I want to operate. This isn't where I want to come through. Things do happen to us. Yes. But we have the, the ability and the capacity we get to decide how we move forward from there. And I, I wanted to move forward from that place. I wanted to move forward feeling good. I wanted to always still continue to be present. I didn't want my brain to take over and just catch me up in this narrative of, oh, this isn't fair. Oh, this, this, how could this happen to you? And da, 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 da. I thought like, that isn't, none of that is serving and none of it feels good. And the only person who's suffering in it is me.
0: Totally. And and so what you're naming is the difference between pain and suffering. So at the initial impact of something that happens, there's like so much pain. There's pain there, right? There's pain there. And we get to feel it. And move through it. And to your point, like breathe and meditate and ask for support. But when it goes into suffering is when we are in denial of the experience, right? To use your words, like this shouldn't have happened to me. Why me? And we go into sort of like that victim mentality. That's when the, the suffering prolongs forever and ever and ever and ever. But when we are in full acceptance of what happened, like, okay, this thing happened and it sucks so much. This thing sucks so much and i'm going to be with my body i'm going to love the part of me that is really aching right now i'm going to get all of the support that i need right now i'm going to do my practices we take that that stretch of suffering and we collapse it and we get with what is now and in my experience you know the breath does help do that because when we're breathing we're not thinking <laughs> we're not do, we're not rationalizing we're not trying to strategize we're not trying to wonder why. There's none of that busyness. It's just the pure experience of the pain. And when we move through that and we're with that, it liberates and liberates and liberates and liberates and liberates to the point where we're feeling not so charged by the situation. And then we can really work through it with our rational minds and our open hearts and from a place
1: of power. Mm. I'm just taking that in for a second and just thinking about like the the poignant moment of what I heard with you is that presence of like when we can just be fully present which is so hard when the brain is moving at a million miles an hour and constantly thoughts are interfering but when we're able to be present it just all it all kind of just all of a sudden so much of it just doesn't matter and we can get into that deeper place I think that that's something that Gosh, that's what I think is one of the greatest gifts of breath of breath work is presence. Mm-hmm. I remember first time reading Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now. Yeah. And, I, and I remember reading it. I was, I was, I don't know if it was 10 years ago. And I, w- I just put the book down and I was like, I just can't, I cannot do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. Like, I don't know who's doing that. And good on him for being able to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I was like, I have no idea how to do that. And, and, and more so I was even convincing myself of like, honestly, the survival strategies that I've got, they're, they're working for me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those are some good ones right there.
1: <laughs> I'm going to just keep using these. I don't know how to do anything else anyway, but I'm just going to keep using these. And I love that, that he's able to get so present but I, and be in the now. And I have no idea how, how one can do that. you know. And, and gosh, it's a, such a massive transformation from then. But I feel like a lot of people kind of feel that way of like, how do I even get there? It's kind of just having a simple tool set, like this deep breath work, where it just happens. You are just present. The thoughts stop for the you know for the first time, and that's why I really was so excited to have you on because I know so many people are looking to create, to feel being present in the moment, but don't know how to turn it all off, especially when when they look at their phone and their schedule is out of control, and they're just like, I'm just trying to get from one thing to the next.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's truly about taking like small sips of presence, Even if you're present for the three seconds that you're taking a deep breath, that's such a win. That's such a win because most of the world doesn't do that. Most of the world lives a hundred percent in the default mode. We're just a bunch of robots. If we can take our awareness back from the attention economy and really like pull our life force back from everything that's trying to steal it always, always, always for three seconds, like that's such a win. And then you're going to see how those three seconds were so impactful and how good those 3 seconds felt and then you're going to do 10 seconds the next day or the next week. And so the journey back into presence is not about dumping yourself back there because it's actually really really hard to just do that. It takes so much like awareness to do that, but when we slowly take back these moments. Like while I'm washing the dishes, I'm going to be mindful of how the water feels over my hands. I'm going to be mindful of like the texture of the sponge as I squeeze it. I'm going to breathe and notice as I'm breathing. And even those those moments or when you're at a red light, taking three deep breaths before you go, like when you're in the shower, whatever it is, like stealing back these moments where it is the default is to be in the mind and worry about the next thing, which keeps us in this hyperactive go, go, go mode. And then we're like, I'm so tired. It's not because we're
1: doing so many things necessarily, it's because we're so busy in our mind. One of my favorite ways of doing this is anytime I'm stepping into the next thing, um, I take three deep breaths, like before walking in the door, before walking over to Kingston. If I'm shifting over from this over to him, just taking, like, just creating that awareness. And then going into the next thing versus running into the next thing, which I'm, I'm real good at.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too.
1: <laughs> Sam, honey, would you be open to walking us through, or do you? Is there anything you want to add on before we do? A, we we kind of get a like an experience.
0: Mm, let's just get right into the experience. Let's get let's get people breathing. So if you are driving right now or you're currently in water, don't do this. Um, but if you are safe and you are on stable ground, then this is will be perfect. So the breath pattern we're gonna do is called the triactive breath. So you can use this one if you're in those moments of like, oh, I just need a breather. 30 seconds of this, and then we're gonna do a top hold at the at the end. We're gonna go a little bit longer than 30 seconds in in this experience, but 30 seconds when you're just needing that moment of creating that spaciousness from like the reactivity into the response. This one's a really beautiful one. So we're going to bring the energy, the air into the belly first through the mouth, up into the chest, and then out through the mouth. So it sounds like this. So we're going to cycle that breath. And just remember, if my pacing is a little bit Fast for you, slow it right down. If you want to go quicker than me, you can do that as well. You are in control the entire time and you are influencing the breath the entire time. So when you're ready, closing your eyes, dropping your shoulders down, just taking a moment and scanning the body, feeling how you feel in this moment, just from that place of observation, not attaching to it, just simply observing how you feel. And now, when you're ready, let's start the breath together. letting the breath do the work in and out of the body, letting the breath do the work, moving in and out, clearing out anything that feels tight and out of alignment and breathing in more power, more love, more connection, more contentment. when you're ready, taking a deep breath in,
1: (sighs) holding the breath at the top.
0: When you're ready, releasing the breath, coming back to your body, Just feeling the tingles, feeling the mind clear and the heart open, a deeper sense of embodiment, deeper sense of awareness. And now when you're ready,
1: opening up your eyes, coming back into the space, Beautiful. Mm. <sighs> so good. So good. I know the mental mind for people are thinking to themselves, like, well, how often can I do this? You know, and, and, I, and you've spoken to before we started, anytime we just, we, we feel, just feeling tightness or feeling anything, moving into the next thing, just taking this moment. And just breathing. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And again, we can steal these moments back any time of the day. I love so so for those of you who are like, okay, when? How long? I love doing breath work first thing in the morning. And honestly, it only takes three minutes. And the reason why, like right before I get out of bed, number one, it wakes me up because it starts to energize the body. And it also clears any anything from my dreamland that has created any sort of overwhelm in my body. So sometimes when we dream, there's all of these things that we're thinking about in our awareness our imagination is taking us to all of these different places. Well, that's cultivating and creating energy in the body. So when we wake up, we can kind of already feel that. And if we had like nightmares all night, we might start our day off feeling like a little off or feeling a little weird. And so three minutes, just like we did, I also love doing three minutes with a top hold at the end of my day as well, right before I get into bed. Clearing my energy, releasing, letting go. I have like a little oil that I, that I smell to just like get me like cleared out. Is it a blend or? It's like an orange blend. It's actually, it, it's um one of our mutual friends, Jen bought it for me. It's like this orange one. I don't know. I love it at night. <laughs> and so I use that and then I go, and then I I lie down. So that's, that's kind of like I bookend my day with breath, but then on our app, there's five minute ones. There's, there's 10 minute ones. There's 25 minute ones. There's 45 minute ones. I normally do a 10 minute one midday just to like really reset my day. Give me that feeling of like a brand new day again during the day. But the most important thing is just follow your body and use what you need when you need it. And it's just one of the most beautiful practices to just reset and remember who we are in a world that it's easy to forget.
1: Well, I love that. I, I'm such a big fan of you know how we can create such incredible transformation is bookending our day because we think about if there is an intention in the morning or the evening, we're, we're just in. Like you said, we're just a robot. We, we, are, we, we get up the same way. We do the we shower. We get ready the same way. We drink coffee the same way. I think about Dr. Joe Dispenza talking about this of like we're just following the patterns. We drive to work the same direction. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like and we we're not breaking that. We're not present. We're just kind of like do 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 doing a thing. And in the evening, so often, if there isn't ritual around kind of the reset and, you know, kind of letting the day move, like letting the day be done, you know, and you can even there can be an intention with that. Or I would actually, I've been meditating before bed, but I'm feeling so much more connected to breath. I usually start the morning with breath. I do breath at some point during the day, but then I, I end up meditating in the evening after I have a little crystal that I use and I just move through the day all the things that I'm grateful for that that happened for me that day. Because so often we can go to bed thinking that, oh my gosh, we didn't get to our to-do list. Or, oh my gosh, I've got a shopping list for tomorrow. Like we start going into the anxiousness of the next day. And having a beautiful ritual like the one you have, Sam, is just so powerful of just letting go to reset for that really critical, deep, restful sleep. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's so
0: effective. It gets right to the point. So powerful.
1: So I know so many people are thinking, "Oh my gosh, I need something to help me guide me through this." And so this is what you, this is exactly what you've created. You've created this beautiful app. I'd love for you to talk a little bit more. I know you said you have fifth, like five minute, ten minute, thirty minute, forty five minutes. I'd like to know a little, even just a little bit more about it, um, so we can go get it. <laughs> yeah, the intention for the app, the
0: way that I created it was, no matter if you have like literally just 3 minutes or if you want to go on like a longer more meditative journey but the way that it's created is you pick the time that you have so say you only have 3 minutes you pick the time that you have and then you pick the journey that is most relevant to how you're feeling in that moment so there's clear the mind shift anxiety open your heart discover your intuition shift anger whatever it is so you click the time that you have the journey that you want to go on and then the journey's created for you. And it's just an easy way to really integrate breath into your day, especially for those moments where you're like, I just want to surrender and be led, right? Sometimes doing breath work on our own, it's breath work, right? So there, there, there is like that element of like needing to do it. So on the app, I created it so that you just can pick whatever you desire, surrender, and just release and relax. And so for your amazing listeners, we have a free month for them so they can try it out for a month. They can do the breath, really get used to what that feels like. And so for those of you who feel called to that, it's pause.live slash Dr. Marisa. And that is a code for an entire free month of the app.
1: Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I am so excited about this I want everyone to just stop right now and go and get this app like right the second so we have the link in the show notes it's gonna be on the website but super easy to get to right the second go grab it it's a month free and I'll tell you we all have we all have three minutes we all have five minutes and guess what we all deserve those those three minutes to just get to reset our bodies deserve it you know, the way that you show up in the world deserves it. You know, uh, this is just such a beautiful gift. Sam, honey, thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. This has been so amazing. Thanks for having me on. Yes, girl. Absolutely. It just, how do you, how do you have a friend and have, and have this incredible, gorgeous, you know, gift for the world and like not bring it you know, to the I was like, yes, come on, please, can we, can we have this? Can we do this? Um, and so that's where I'm at. Like, I, this has been such a, you have been so transformational in my own life. I just want to bring it to all the women, all the mamas out there, all the caretakers, you know, everyone who's in it right now and are just looking for that moment of presence, that that moment of clarity, you know, to just feel good in their body. And I, I don't know a better modality, and I don't know a better teacher a better gift giver than you, my dear.
0: Thank you, my love. I fully received that. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) So did you practice the breathwork exercise that Samantha walked us through? How powerful was that? How was it for you, especially at the end? When you had that hold, did you feel lighter, more clear, more present? The things just start to melt away for you. I know they did for me. It felt so good. Samantha really opened my eyes many years ago to the benefits of breath work, not only as a tool to reset my emotional and mental state, but especially when I am feeling like I am in my reactive child where I go into survival mode. Like, I'll tell you what, having this tool... Having breath to anchor into has literally changed my life, but it's so nice to also get so present and really savor the now. As I told you on the show, as I was interviewing Sam, I remember reading that book by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, and thinking to myself, like, this is not for me. There is no way I can do this. And now I've been able to really cultivate that presence and showing up in that moment, like that's all we really have is just in this moment. And I know it's so hard to tangibly like, conceptualize, but it's just true. And the more that we can be fully present, ooh, you know, all of the anxious thoughts, all of the mind trying to protect us, it just goes away. And so I cannot tell you how excited I am for the gift that Samantha's bringing to the table. And if you were feeling pretty blown away, or you experienced a shift, can you imagine having more of that every single day? Honestly, how would your day go if you dropped into a three minute breathwork session just to kick off your morning and kick off your day? I bet you would feel more calm, more relaxed, more clear. You would feel good. Now, one of my favorite affirmations before I kick off my morning breathwork session is I choose to feel good. And let me tell you, it sets the tone for my whole day. So I'm gonna have the link for Samantha's breathwork gift, the one month trial. It's gonna be in the show notes. Um, I I highly recommend you go and get that right now. And the the link is, in case you want to just go and grab it, it is pause.live slash Dr. Marisa. And as always, thank you so much for listening in to the Essentially You podcast. You know, this show is all about giving you what you need to thrive, to just bolster those hormones and have you feeling like you are living your best life. Now, if there's someone who needs to hear this today, send on over a screenshot, right? Text it on over to them, send them the link, or share it on social. I'd love to see you on Instagram. And when you do that, hashtag hormone CEO. Well, until the next episode, have an amazing day.